Welcome to the Engineering Career Coach Podcast, where it's all about helping real engineers to overcome real challenges and get real results. And now for your host, who is on a mission to inspire as many engineers as possible, professional engineer and certified career coach, Anthony Fasano. Welcome to the Engineering Career Coach Podcast, episode 30, and I have an awesome show for you today. Today, my guest is going to be Leo Gora. He is a personal development expert. He's got over 200 videos on YouTube with millions of views, and today he's going to talk about willpower, and willpower is what you can use to build new habits, and new habits can drive the success that you can have in your engineering career and life. I'm so excited about having Leo on the show today. But before I introduce him and we get into it real quick, two things for you. First of all, as many of you know, as of next week, October 13th, I will no longer write daily boosts and my Monday morning motivational emails. I'm going to stop both of them and just do one weekly newsletter for my engineering career coach subscribers. I've enjoyed doing it, but now I need to focus on some other things to help engineers to really have the best careers and lives they can have. So if you want to make sure you're on that weekly list, Just go to engineeringcareercoach.com, put your name and email in, and you'll be on the list. And also, I'll send you a document I created with the top three resources that I used to become a partner in an engineering firm at the age of 27. And now I'd just like to take a minute. You know, this show takes a lot of time, effort, and cost to produce. And I'm happy to say that I have my first sponsor for the show. My sponsor is none other than the Purdue University's Master of Engineering Management program. And I'm excited to have. Purdue is a sponsor because I believe in their program. I happened to meet Melanie Schramm from Purdue, who came to our Austin Engineering Career Meetup. She spoke about the program. I researched the program, and it looks like a phenomenal program. And I get so many questions from engineers on, should I get a master's in engineering? Should I get engineering management, MBA? What's the difference? And if you are looking for an option that's going to give you an edge in your engineering career, and you want to get into the business side, And if you want to earn a master's degree that is specifically designed to advance your career in industry, that has on-campus and online study options available, check out Purdue University's Master of Engineering Management program. For details on the program, you can call 1-877-598-4233 or simply email promasters, that's P-R-O masters at purdue.edu. Applications are being processed daily. So please check it out. Those of you out there that said to me before, what kind of master's degree should I get? I want to go more into business. I want to be in the management side. Then this might be for you. So now let's get into our show for today. What I'd like to do is first introduce my guest for today. And Leo Gura has a website called actualize.org. And he's had an interesting background. He struggled a bit in his life over the past few years. He was depressed. He just wasn't having that success that he wanted to have. So he's read hundreds of personal development books, over $100,000 worth of personal development material, which is amazing, especially from someone like myself who's also read a lot. That's a staggering number. And what he's done is he's taken all of the information from these books and seminars that he's went to, and he's watched how they've affected his behavior patterns of himself and also his clients. And he tries to see what helps him to get the best results. And then he takes him and he puts him into these videos on each of these items on his website. And that's how I found him. And I watch his videos regularly now. And I emailed him to get him on the show and he said he would come on. So I'm really excited about it. He's going to focus on talking about willpower today, 
which we're going to get into now in the interview. And to get us kicked off and to get us into the interview, I want to give you a quote that kind of touches on willpower and controlling your thoughts from my favorite book, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. And it goes like this. When you control your thoughts, you control your mind. When you control your mind, you control your life. And once you reach the state of being in total control of your life, you become the master of your destiny. Let's get to the interview. Now it's time for the main segment of our show today. and I'm really excited to have my guest with me today, Leo Gora of Actualize.org. It's an amazing website that Leo's put together with hundreds of videos on all different kinds of personal development topics and really a range of topics, relationships, uh, everything, really. I can't even tell you all the different topics that are on the site. You could check it out. But we're going to talk today about willpower, um, something I was researching quite a bit and coming up with Leo's video on it. And so I asked him to be on the show and here he is. So Leo, thank you for joining me today. Anthony, thanks a lot. I appreciate you having me on. So Leo, before we get started talking about willpower, why don't you talk a little bit about kind of how you end up doing what you do today, which is all these videos that you've distilled from what you've learned. Talk to me about how you got there. Mm, Yeah, it's been kind of a long personal journey for me. One of the things I'm really passionate about is uh, life purpose. So having people know what they want to do in life. And for me, it's been a long journey to find what my life purpose is. And now it's really personal development. I love coaching people on personal development. I do that as a life coach. Uh, I also love to study and research personal development, apply it in my own life, uh, try out these various techniques for how you can improve your life, and then uh, kind of like take the golden nuggets that I find from all my research and then uh, publish them online for free in my videos. And Leo, what was it that made you decide to use videos as your format? Uh, I actually started by writing articles and just kind of doing traditional blogging. But uh, I'm not a big fan of writing. I just don't enjoy it that much. So um, I I had a couple of guys that I was following on YouTube who were sort of along personal development lines. Um, They were doing dating coaching. And at that time, I was trying to get better at dating. So I watched a lot of their videos. And then that that format just resonated with me a lot. Hmm. Awesome. Yeah, your videos are very engaging. And one of the things I try to do now that I found your site is watch one of your videos at night. Because I find that, you know, absorbing positive content later in the evening is very helpful for me to kind of bring the day to an end. So, so I appreciate the videos. They're awesome. Okay, cool. Thanks. All right, Leo. So let's get into willpower now. What I do on my podcast is I try to help engineers to develop personally and professionally. And I know that a critical component of that is willpower. So why don't you start off by giving us kind of your definition of willpower? Mm. And I actually used to be a bit of an engineer. I actually... Uh did two years of engineering school, but then um, I dropped out and went to philosophy instead. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Didn't, didn't like all the, <laughs> engineering was a little dry, but it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, willpower. What is willpower? Willpower is, uh, there's a couple of ways to define it. I was just thinking about it recently and I was coming up with this definition. It's the ability to take right action. And right action is this term that just means you know, the things that you know you need to be doing, that you know that are healthy for you, that are good for you, that are going to be beneficial to your success uh, and growth in life, uh, and just taking action on those things. 
Because how many times throughout the day and the week is there stuff that we know we should be doing, but we're not actually doing it? So it's really our ability to control ourselves. The control that we have over our attention, over our emotions, over our actions, and over our thoughts. Awesome. Now, when you say right action, just want to dive into that a little bit. Because I talk about this a lot too with a lot of the engineers that I work with and that it's important to understand what your goals are so that you understand whether or not what you're doing every day is, makes sense for you. And is that kind of what you mean? Like taking right action that's going to put you closer to your goals? Uh, yeah, right action puts you closer to your goals. Uh, right action for me, uh, you know, it's these like critical points that we have throughout the day. When you wake up in the morning, uh, immediately you face choices. Do you wake up on time or do you push the snooze button? So that's one first choice you get. Uh, if you push the snooze button once, the second choice you get is do you push it a second time? And then, of course, so let's say you get up out of bed and after that you got the next choice, you know, should I go take a shower and brush my teeth or should I go watch some TV? Um, and then should I get to work on time? And then after I get to work, should I... Uh, start answering the emails that I know I need to be answering and getting, you know, getting into the work? Or do I go browse the internet and uh, read some, some funny, uh, you know, magazines or something? Uh, and then, like, your day just continues like this with these, like, small choices. And, of course, most of us know what the right choices are, but we just don't make the right choices consistently. And a, a lot of people's lives just tend to be kind of this back and forth between um, you make one right choice, then one wrong choice, then one right choice, one wrong choice, and so you get this mix of, uh, mixed bag of mixed results. And then if you add that up over the course of weeks and months and years, which are just made up of individual days, then you tend to get this mixed bag of results in your entire life. So your career becomes a mixed bag. So do your relationships and your friendships and your health and everything else. Okay, I got it. So willpower is that ability to take that right action. So why is this so important, Leo? I mean, it's critical. Like we just said, uh, if you just picture what your life would look like if you always took right action, just picture that for a second. Imagine if you took right action, not even for your whole life, but just for a year. Every little choice was the right choice, the choice that aligned with your goals, with your vision for yourself, with growing yourself, in your career, in your relationships, in your, in your health, in your fitness, in all these categories. I mean, what would you have? You would have like a stellar year the things you could accomplish would be amazing. These are just some points about your personal life, but we can also talk about, for example, the importance of, uh, of willpower in other areas of life. So they've done a lot of studies on this stuff, actually. And uh, self-control is one of the greatest predictors, for example, of academic performance. Hmm. So if you're in school or in college, uh, or you're studying for your master's degree, that's huge. In fact, they found that uh, self-control is more important for academic performance than intelligence. Wow. They've also found that self-control is more important for leadership than charisma. And they found that self-control is more important for the success of your marriage and your relationships than empathy. So, I mean, there's a lot to be said about having the ability to control your own thoughts, your own emotions. And uh, another one here is controlling your own impulses. Because a lot of times the impulses that we have throughout the day 
can uh, can kind of lead us down the wrong path. Yeah, I think one area where this is very applicable, especially for engineers, because as engineers, we often have to take exams for different certifications, like, for example, your professional engineering license. And these are exams that require, I mean, they're eight hours, eight-hour exams or more, and they require mm-hmm. a lot of focus and a lot of a lot of decisions where you have to say, I'm going to study instead of doing this. And I can see here where willpower would be very important because for a lot of engineers, the difference between getting that license is, is their whole career. Yeah, so that's basically studying and uh, dealing with the pressure and stress of taking those long, long-term exams, you know, uh, planning out ahead of time how you're going to study, but then also when you're preparing for like the, the day before the exam and uh, even the morning before the exam, you know, calming yourself down so you're in that kind of flow state so you're able to just sit down and uh, like ace all the questions. Yeah, and just the idea of, you know, it's easy for me to say at lunchtime, do I want to study or do I want to go on the internet and mess around for an hour or should I spend my lunch hours for the next two months studying leading up to the exam? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I remember all those days from high school and college. So I think the bottom line here is that willpower is critical pretty much in everything you do because you're going to make 100 decisions a day, if not more. And the ability to have that willpower to take right action, as, as Leo frames it, is critical as to whether or not you achieve your goals, but also how quickly you achieve them. So it is a critical thing. So Leo, why don't you talk to us a little bit about how can we develop that willpower? How can we improve on it? Mm-hmm. Willpower to develop it, uh, there's kind of like a, a fundamental understanding you got to have, and that's this model that your willpower is almost like a muscle. So you have the prefrontal cortex, which is a, a structure in the brain that is responsible for your executive decision-making abilities. People with a weak prefrontal cortex are not able to control their impulses very well. So literally, they've done a lot of neuroscience on this. One of the things they found is that you have negative emotions, parts in your brain, in the lower parts of your brain, you have various... Uh, emotional centers. So these are parts of the brain that aren't too rational. They just start tapping into all sorts of positive, negative emotions, just depending on what kind of circumstances and environment you're in. What's interesting is that people who have a, like a very calm mind, who aren't too emotionally reactive, who are able to control themselves well, it's not that they don't have negative emotions coming up for them. It's that they come up, but the prefrontal cortex is strong enough to suppress those initial urges. And those initial fears and uh, like uh, emotions that can uh, can really make your life very turbulent. So to develop willpower, what you have to do is basically you have to do the stuff that you don't want to do. And nobody likes to hear this, but you know it's it's doing those things that are difficult and that are distasteful, because anybody can do a pleasant activity consistently. That's easy, right? Like, let's say we put a big chocolate cake in front of you right now at lunchtime does it take much willpower to eat the whole thing (laughs) (laughs) no not really right that's the easy thing to do it takes willpower now how much willpower does it take to eat half the thing well that's still pretty easy eating only a little slice you know that'll take some willpower probably for most people most people would want a couple slices and to abstain from the whole thing entirely and to eat a healthy salad instead that takes enormous willpower, especially if you're at the point in your life where you haven't built up the habit of eating healthy foods. And if you've been eating chocolate cake for a long time and you've gotten used to this habit of 
eating a piece of chocolate cake every lunchtime, then it's going to be really hard for you to resist that thing. But now if you want to build some willpower, then what you do is you just, uh, you force yourself to resist it, right? Do the hard thing. Now in this case, it's the chocolate cake, but you can find ways to apply this in almost any area of your life. It's really just doing the things that are right versus the things that are wrong. You tend to build momentum either in a positive direction or a negative direction. So if you do stuff that is right for you, that's also challenging and difficult to do, when you resist your impulses, that is building up positive momentum. And that's kind of like creating this positive streak and this uh, snowball effect tends to happen that it becomes easier than and easier to make good and positive choices in your life. On the other hand, if you keep uh, giving into your impulses and your lower desires, if you go for that chocolate cake and then after that you skip going to the gym because you're kind of lazy. And then after that, let's say you watch three hours of television. And then after that, you do some internet browsing. And then after that, you go to bed late, later than you should. And then after that, you wake up uh, later than you should. So you get this bad streak going. And in that case, you're actually diminishing your willpower because this muscle that you have, this prefrontal cortex, it can either develop and grow or it can atrophy. And so that's what's happening when you're building positive or negative momentum here. So there are things you could do to actually build that or strengthen your, that part of your brain? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, this has been proven by lots of neuroscience, and uh, you just also notice it in your own life. I'm sure every one of us has had either like a really stellar day or a really stellar week or like a really stellar year in our life or in our career where we were just kind of like on fire, everything was clicking, we were very productive, we were very creative, we were accomplishing so much stuff, like we were really on top of the ball. And uh, we always wish we could have more of those. And uh, one of the things you'll notice about yourself is that when you're having those like really awesome moments in your life, it's because you are taking right action and you're building up that momentum and you're just like on this uh, amazing roll. So give us some of these activities or exercises you can do, Leo. Yeah. So they've done research and studies on this. And here are some of the top ones for increasing your willpower. By far the biggest is meditation. Meditation is huge. It's so huge. I've been meditating now for like uh, almost a year, I, every single day for a year, and like I never miss a day, and I meditate for about an hour every day. Wow. Um, and I'm a busy guy, so it's not like I just sit around and have nothing to do. I've got so much stuff to do. I literally got like an email inbox full of emails for people that want coaching from me that are going to be paying me like $200 an hour to coach them, and I don't have time because I'm meditating, right? So I could get $200 for that one hour of meditation. I could get $200. But to me, it's more important to meditate. And that's because uh, the research shows that if you sit down and meditate every single day, whether it's for an hour or even something as little as five or ten minutes, then what that does is uh, just over the course of a month, they, they can see on brain scans that your brain prefrontal cortex it starts to develop it grows new connections and it gets better control over your impulses it gets you better focus better attention and more self-awareness that's pretty amazing so obviously for you talking about the, that decision that you made you could get two hundred dollars for an hour you can meditate you obviously realize that this is a, a critical part for you to, as right action the meditation yeah it's uh like it's the beginning of my day. So after I wake up and I shower, then I sit down and I meditate for an hour and it calms my mind down. It lets me be focused. 
The, see, the other thing is that your mind, it can either be very agitated. That means that it has, um, it's operating on uh, higher frequencies of brainwaves. So your brain actually has uh, frequencies that, that your brain uh, thought patterns kind of vibrate at. And uh, you can measure this with uh, an EEG machine. You can hook it up to your brain, and as you're sitting there and you're thinking, you're going to notice on the machine, your brain waves will, will like, oscillate at different frequencies. Uh, there's, like, alpha waves, beta waves, gamma waves, delta waves. Now, the higher the frequency of oscillation of your brain, that means your thoughts are more scattered, and they're more jittery, and they're more impulsive. So when you're resonating at, like, 20, let's say, like, I think it's like 40 to 60 hertz, that's kind of like uh, an agitated state, right? And if you're lower than that, if you're like at uh, 20 to 30 hertz, then you're at kind of a normal uh, everyday consciousness. If you're below that, if you're like in the 10 hertz category or in the 5 hertz category, then your brainwaves become like really slow, really mellow, you're not stressed out at all, and there you start to get more into kind of like sleepy states. And also this is where meditation happens. And then when you're completely uh, deep asleep and you're in that kind of um, very deep relaxing sleep, then your brain waves are like really, really low. They're just like a couple of hertz. So what meditation does is it puts you into the lower hertz ranges. Now, if you're stressed out in your day, you're having arguments all the time, you're like crazy stuff is going on at work, then you're probably in like the 40 hertz plus range. And there you're, you're in the alpha wave category. And those are just like really uh, impulsive, spontaneous kinds of thoughts that are all over the place. And when you have thoughts like that, uh, it's just really hard to, to think long term. It's hard to delay gratification. It's hard to, to follow through on your goals. Hmm. Now, for those of you out there that might be thinking, I'm not going to start meditating for an hour. I'm just starting you can start small. You can meditate for a few minutes a day and you can, like anything else, become better at it. Obviously, we're not going to go through everything about meditation on today's podcast, but um, I am going to put a link in the show notes for this show, which you can find at engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash Leo, L-E-O. And I'll link to Leo's video on willpower and also his video. I believe you have a video on meditation, Leo, correct? I do, yeah. Okay, so I'll definitely link to that so you can look at it. But I mean, Leo, just quickly on meditation, is that what you would recommend for someone starting just to try to start and do it as long as you can do it? I think that a really good number to shoot for is 20 minutes, and that's what I was doing when I started out. So 20 minutes is a pretty long time. If you haven't meditated before, it's going to be pretty challenging for you to sit through 20 minutes. I'd say at least 10 minutes. So shoot for 10 to 20 minutes. And be happy with that. You don't need to be doing hour-long meditations. That's a really long meditation. I don't recommend starting off that way. So you can, you can do 10 or 20 minutes for a year and you'll be good. Excellent. Or what else besides meditation can we do to uh, build our willpower, Leo? Another one that's really big is exercise. You can see why because it, it's kind of going against your impulses, right? Most of us don't want to exercise, if we don't have an, a really strong exercise habit built up, then we just want to be lazy. We don't really want to go out there. And just even the act of getting off your couch and into your car to drive to the gym, that's already an exercise of willpower. If your favorite show comes on and it's your exercise hour, then it takes a lot of willpower to resist that show or to resist your friends or whatever comes up and still go exercise. 
which is, by the way, another benefit of meditation, is that simply because you're observing the habit of meditation, that already builds up your willpower. Because you're going to have stuff coming up in your day that's going to be distracting you, but when you say no to that stuff, and you say, wait a minute, I'm not going to do this, I'm going to do the thing that I plan to do, which is to meditate, then that, that counts towards building your willpower. And so with exercise, right, at the gym when you're pushing yourself, you're pushing yourself on the treadmill, or in the sport that you're playing, or you're pushing yourself to lift more weights, you can feel your willpower muscles flexing. So literally like when you're on that last couple of reps, flexing your bicep or doing your bench press, that's you building your willpower muscles. And one thing you'll notice with the gym is that if you go a lot, then it becomes easier to go a lot. And it becomes easier to lift those higher weights and to do more reps and to run for longer periods of time. Because one of the things that exercise trains you is it trains you self-control over your muscles and to push yourself. So that's a really big one. Great. And this could be any kind of exercise, right? Like walking, anything that gets you up and moving? Yeah, definitely. Great. Any other tips for building willpower here? Mm-hmm. Another one that I personally find really helpful is to, to work a full work day and to work it well. You know, sometimes you can go to work and slack off, not really do the things you're supposed to be doing or the things you set for yourself to be doing. So you just kind of have this like average day. And for me, that tends to rob me of willpower and it tends to build negative momentum. On the other hand, if I go and like right off the bat, I start doing all the important stuff first at work, not procrastinating it, just like getting it done and then moving on to new stuff, being creative, taking the time to really focus, not be doing multitasking so much, but just like focus on one thing at a time and uh, just executing on it. When I'm doing that and I come back home from work, then I find like uh, I feel really good about myself. And I find that that builds that positive momentum and that willpower. Awesome. I have a few other questions for you besides willpower that I wanted to ask you, but is there anything else on willpower that you want to kind of leave us with on that topic? Sure, yeah. I think the, the key points here is to remember that anything challenging that you do is going to build your willpower. So this idea can be customized to your own life, right? What are the, the difficult things in your life? Here's an exercise from a little book that's over 100 years old on personal development. It's actually a law of attraction book, the original one. And uh, I want to read a little quote from it because I think it's uh, so wise. Here's the exercise. It says, perform at least one disagreeable task each day during the month. If there is any especially disagreeable task which you would like to shirk from, that is the one that you should perform first. It says, anyone can do a pleasant thing cheerfully but it takes will to do the unpleasant thing cheerfully. And that is how you must do the work. So not only do you do the work that you don't want to do, but you do it cheerfully. And then it says, if you shirk this exercise, you had better stop right here and acknowledge that you don't really want willpower and that you're content to stay where you are and remain a weakling. And finally, it says, the importance of the will is that will makes men giants. Hmm. Well. So to me, that's some like old school wisdom about how to build willpower. And I think that there's one other point that needs to be made, and that is that there is stuff that is robbing you of willpower that you need to get rid of and cut out in your life. Let's talk about what's kind of destroying the ability to build that willpower. Give us some points. Okay, so this is all the the easy stuff that you're going to hate me for, but um, here it is. 
television, internet, eating, drinking, drugs, <laughs> sex. So basically all the sinful, all the good stuff that we all like, all that stuff, especially if you partake in it to excess, you know, if you're watching more than two hours of television a day, if you're surfing the internet consistent, you know, constantly, if you're uh, overeating, especially those guilty pleasure foods, if you're drinking, if you're doing any kind of recreational drugs, all of that stuff is destroying your willpower. Hmm. So Leo, just kind of the question I wanted to ask you, I think still does tie into this because it's about habits. And I think building just off of what you just said is, is it the reason that these things are destroying your willpower is because they're creating these habits that make it easier for you to do what's not right action? Yeah, I like to think of it as low consciousness and high consciousness. So high consciousness is when you're living up to your highest self. Low consciousness is when you're living up to your lowest self, right? So should you stay and watch TV or go to the gym? The easy choice is, of course, to stay and watch TV. Should you eat the cake or not eat the cake? Of course, the easy choice is to eat the cake. So it's these easy, very lazy choices that we make that satisfy our very basic desires. Those are low consciousness choices. They put you in a low consciousness state of mind. And they, what, one of the characteristics of being in a low consciousness state of mind is that you tend to want to stay in it, right? So it's building those kind of ruts. If you've ever had a real rut in your life where you've just like been gaining weight and not been doing any work and just slacking off, well, that's, what's got, that's what was happening there is that you're in a low consciousness state. And television puts you into a low consciousness state. So does a lot of internet. So does eating a lot. So does drinking and drugs. So basically what you're doing here is you're just kind of like letting go and you're letting impulses run your life. You're not being very disciplined. You're not following through on stuff. And what happens is that even though it feels good in the moment, in the long run, it makes you feel very bad. Because we human beings, we have these base desires, like the need for food and for drink and for, for sex and for relaxation. So we have these base desires, but actually what motivates us in life I mean, an engineer, think about an engineer. Uh, you guys as engineers, you know, you work really hard to, to study. You work really hard through school to get to where you're at. And uh, the reason you became engineers because you want to build, like, amazing things uh, in the world. So these are, these are not base desires. These are higher consciousness desires. These are desires to self-actualize, right, to contribute to the world, to do something good, to do something important and meaningful with your life. Now, these desires are much harder to follow through on than the base ones. So it takes a lot of willpower to, to do that stuff because you're thinking much long term, right? You're kind of strategizing about your life as you're building your engineering career. This doesn't take one day or one week. This takes years to really uh, flesh this out. So I think that's an important distinction. And uh, again, along the same lines, I mean, I know with willpower, if you're making the right decisions on a regular basis, you're building good habits, just the whole idea of habits, because I've done a lot of research on it, and I know you've read a tremendous amount, so I'm sure you could offer some input here. As far as developing a habits, from your experience, how long does it take? I mean, I've heard 21 days, 30 days, 65 days. Just from mm -hmm. general about developing a habit, what is your experience with that? I think it, it varies on the type of thing that you're developing. So some habits can develop, be developed more quickly than others. Yeah, you know, I've, I've read all those numbers, 21 days and 30 days and 60 days. I didn't think that it's, it's, as a rule of thumb, it's longer than 30 days. 
I definitely think 21 days is not sufficient to build a habit, especially for things that are really challenging. So the things that you want to resist the most, those are the ones that are going to require the m more time to, to instill as a habit. So for example, if you've never exercised and you want to have an exercise habit, like a really good one, it's going to take you more than 21 days. It's probably going to take you like 60 days. If you've never meditated before, you're going to need more than 21 days of meditation to start to uh, feel the payoffs of the habit. Because see, what a habit is, is it's taking the thing that you don't want to do, that you're very, very much resisting with your brain, and uh, basically drilling your brain like a dog. You just drill it in and drill it in and drill it in. Let's say you do it for 60 days. After you do it for 60 days, what happens is that your brain just kind of gives up and it accepts this new habit, this new behavior, and it just gets programmed into your subconscious mind. And from now on, that habit requires much less willpower to execute. So that's the real benefit of having habits is that they require less willpower to then maintain those behaviors. And ultimately, this is one of the keys to doing effective personal development is building habits. There's a very big difference between just pushing yourself with willpower and then getting results using habits. It's much smarter to use habits because habits are at the subconscious level. What's really nice about them is that you don't have to expend will. You just do it. If anybody's ever, you know, gone to the gym for a long time, let's say you've been going for six months. If you've been going to the gym for six months every single day, it's really easy for you to go the following day because you just built up a habit. You're very used to it. It's much harder if you haven't gone to the gym for two years to then start a habit. So that's one of the tricks here is that even though we're talking about willpower, willpower is very important. Uh, you have to use your willpower very judiciously because you've only got so much of it during the day. It runs out. You can think of your willpower as a battery, and at the beginning of the day, it's charged up because you've got eight hours of sleep. Now, it starts draining and draining as you're going through your day and doing more strenuous activities. By the end of the day, you're totally drained. You have very little impulse control. That's why you probably pig out on food, and you slack off on your habits towards the end of the day versus the beginning of the day. You want to use that willpower while you have it for smart things. Right? So at the beginning of the day, when you're full of willpower, your batteries are charged, go build powerful habits. That's the best use of willpower. Because what that does for you is that that means that in the future, you're going to have those habits and patterns automatically running in your subconscious, and then you're just going to be executing on those. And then you can use that remaining willpower that you'll have on building more positive habits. But see, most people, what they do is they waste that willpower on useless, stupid stuff. Like they'll just go browse internet for a couple hours at the beginning of the day, or they'll, uh, they'll go eating the wrong things or whatever, and uh, then you're not building those positive habits, and uh, you're really wasting a lot of opportunity. Hmm. Well, that's, that's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, one example for me was that about a year ago, I started doing Tai Chi every morning, and after a certain period of time, now when I wake up in the morning, if there's even a hint of, you know, maybe my body saying, I don't want to do this today, it's too bad because it's already a habit and my brain is already mm -hmm. wired now to do it every morning, so it's automatic. So for those of you out there that want to maybe practice meditation, like Leo said, to build your willpower, listen, you might come and do it the first day or two days in a row, but after a couple of days, you're going to hit that. It's going to be difficult again. You're going to say, ah, I don't want to do this. Why am I doing this? And so you have to kind of push through and do it for a certain period of time until it just becomes that automatic habit. Like Leo said, and you've trained your brain to say, this is kind of my new normal. This is my new routine. 
So that's a really important part of this whole willpower idea is using the willpower to develop those habits. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. It's, it's crazy how similar this is to weight training because in the gym, the, the times when you're actually building the most muscle is when you're doing those m- most difficult last couple of reps. You know, those, those last three or two reps that you do after you're like your muscle is almost uh, completely failed, that's the most beneficial to building muscle because it breaks down the tissue. And that's exactly what you're just talking about is that when you are, let's say you're five days into your new exercise routine or five days into your new study habit, that's when it's going to get really difficult. Because the first few days, it's easy. You're just going off of, uh, you know, the initial excitement and thrill of building a new habit. But then it's like day five, day 10, day 15. Those are the really ones, the the ones that uh, test your resolve. If you say no to your impulses when it's the most difficult, that's when you actually conquer your impulse. And that's when you build the most willpower. All right, Leo, before I summarize everything we talked about, I have one just one last question for you that that interests me. I know you do a lot of reading, personal development reading, as do I. Mm-hmm. And you've obviously taken everything you've known and you put them into these amazing videos that you have on your website. My question for you is just with the whole idea of reading these books, what is your process when you read a book? I mean, do you take notes? Do you What, what are some of the things you do to, to take what you find to be useful for you out of that book and then implement it into your life? Yeah, it's funny that you should be asking about books because I just spent a whole week I'm going to be releasing a list of like 140 books oh, wow. of my top books. And I, I did uh, an audio review of every single book. Oh, wow. And I give them ratings and stuff and descriptions. There's a lot of amazing stuff you can get from reading p- powerful books. Basically, the way that I read a book, I sit down with it. I read it. I like to read a book cover to cover. I don't like to skip around too much just so that I can absorb all of it. I like to have a lot of books on my bookshelf so that I always have something to read if I have that time and the desire. And then I just go through, I underline the passages that resonate with me and that stand out with me. I always try to buy physical copies of books. I know now, you know, Kindle and iPad are really popular as reading formats. For me, there's still nothing quite like a a good old-fashioned book in my hands, and I like to sit there and underline it. And then even after I underline it, what I do is I have actually, uh, I have a big repository of all my notes which is hundreds of pages of notes from all the reading that I've done and all the thinking that I've done about these topics. And what I do is I actually transcribe everything that I underlined into my digital diary, so to speak. And then I have it there. I also, you know, uh, not only transcribe the stuff that's from the book and I put it in quotes, but I also put my own thoughts in there. So as you're reading, it's important to be pausing and thinking about different passages and chapters that you've read and asking yourself questions such as, what did I learn here? How am I going to apply this in my life? How is this actually going to change my behaviors? Or how should, I, how should this change the way that I'm, uh, I'm strategizing? How should this change my goals? Right? And so you're taking notes on all that stuff. And, uh, and then that's just how you go through the book. Awesome. That's the ideal way. I mean, I don't, I'm not perfect at it. I don't always do it that way. Right. But that's the ideal way to do it. Okay, great. And this video that you're going to release is going to be on your website, actualize.org? Uh, it's actually not going to be a video. It's going to be kind of like a product and it's just going to be like a huge list. It's going to be a page with a bunch of uh, books on it and uh, I'm going to repeat part of it is going to be a paid product. Part of it is going to be just a free product. Okay, great. Again, you'll be able to see all the videos I've been speaking about at Leo's website at actualize.org but what I want to do right now is just kind of summarize what we talked about. So we talked about willpower and Leo defined willpower as the ability to take right action. 
know, that action, what's right for you, what's aligned with you and your goals and where you want to go in your life. It's important because it it's critical to all the decisions that we make every single day that drive basically our lives. And we talked a little bit about how to develop willpower and some some things that Leo offered were meditation being the, the best way to be able to build your willpower. Exercising, working hard, maybe having a real good day at work where you focus on one thing at a time, and really doing anything that's challenging, which is going to help you to build your willpower. He also talked about what is destroying your ability to build willpower, things like the television, internet, eating, drinking, drugs, sex, especially to excess, because these are things that, these are these base desires that are just comfortable to us, and, and willpower is built by doing things that aren't necessarily comfortable to us. So, those are that's willpower for you, and I hope that you can take some of the stuff that Leo talked about and implement it, maybe try to do some meditation, shoot for 10 to 20 minutes, and see if that will be helpful for you. I'm going to keep Leo with me for about two more minutes and go into our Take Action Today segment of the show where we'll try to give you one piece of advice that you can really use immediately kind of to implement it. All right, Leo, so what I want to do just real quick here at the end is what I try to do at the end of the show is to give the listeners something that they can literally do like within the next 24 hours mm-hmm. to do, you know, to make some kind of change in their in their life or maybe their willpower. And I, and I guess for this show, we could maybe talk about meditation or, uh, I don't know, something real actionable. What do you think we could give them? I want to give you a, a crazy exercise. I love giving exercises because it's important, right? Talking about this stuff, if you just listen to what we're talking about, I mean, it's amazing information. All this stuff is very powerful information. The problem is that most people don't apply it. So you got you to gotta take action on this stuff. That's what's very important. Okay. Here's the crazy exercise. Okay, so, so <laughs> for our Take Action Today segment today, Leo's going to give us kind of a crazy exercise that you can take and implement to start to see some results in your life. Go ahead, Leo. All right. What you do is you get your smartphone, you put your alarm clock on it, your timer, and you set 90 minutes on that timer. And then what you do is you find a quiet area in your house, maybe your room, lock yourself in your room, and then just sit there without any distractions. Make sure you put your cell phone on mute, and you, you time yourself, and you start that timer at 90 minutes, and you just sit, and you do absolutely nothing for 90 minutes, and you just watch your thoughts. Don't think about it. Try not to like sit there and plan your life out or whatever your mind is going to do. Your mind is going to start to do crazy things. You're literally going to feel like uh, if you do this for 90 minutes, 60 minutes in, you'll feel your body shaking. It'll be like um, you'll be like a heroin addict who's been off heroin for a couple of weeks. Like you're going to be shaking. You're going to be in cold sweats. Like your mind is going to be coming with all sorts of excuses why this is a stupid exercise and why. God damn that, Leo. Like, what is he telling me to do here? I'm wasting my time, my life. So, like, all these thoughts will start running through your brain. It's going to feel extremely agitating. And the point of this exercise is that I want you to start to understand just the, the predicament that you're in right now, how little self-control you have, how little willpower and discipline you actually have in your life, and just how your brain and your emotions are running you, how much they're running you, just like a heroin addict. You're no different than a heroin addict. 
this is what you need to start to get your mind around to convince yourself that meditation is a worthwhile practice for you. Until you see this firsthand, you're not going to meditate because meditation is difficult. Uh, it feels like it's a waste of time. You need to really build a case in your mind for why meditation is important. And I feel like this is uh, a good way to start to convince yourself because once you do this, you're not going to be able to do 90 minutes, by the way. You'll probably stop at 30 minutes. Even 30 minutes will be like hell to you. So once you do this, uh, you're going to walk away disgusted, not with you, but with me. And with this exercise, you're going to say that it's, it's bullshit. But over the long run, maybe a few months later or a few years later, you'll realize like, wait a minute, there's something going on here that is wrong. I got to take a look at this meditation thing. I got to take a look at this. Why can't I sit in silence for 90 minutes? It doesn't seem like it should be that difficult. Why is it so difficult? And then you'll start to research and like wonder about it. And then you'll go down this deep rabbit hole of meditation, which can lead you to some amazing things. Wow. That's, that sounds amazing. I got to give that a shot myself. And <laughs> for those of you out there, if anyone decides to try it and would like to comment and let us know how you made out just come to the show notes for this show which will be at engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash leo and leave a comment let us know how it went for you and also like i said i'll link up to some of leo's videos there from actualize.org so you can check them out so with that leo thanks again for your time man for coming and sharing some of these thoughts with us i know you have so much knowledge that you built up and i appreciate you sharing it with uh, with our listeners here my pleasure, Anthony. Thanks for having me on. I love talking about this stuff. Uh, I like your podcast. I like the way that you do it. Very professional, clear cut. And uh, I think you ask all the right questions. Thanks, man. All right, everyone. Listen, until the next show, I hope that you can continue to engineer your own success. If you want to hear more episodes of the Engineering Career Coach podcast, you can subscribe on iTunes or go to engineeringcareercoach.com where you will find tons of free engineering career resources. Just click the Start Here button on the site for an easy-to-navigate index of all the resources available. You can also follow Anthony Fasano on Twitter at Anthony J. Fasano or Facebook at facebook.com forward slash engineer your own success. Until the next time, thanks for listening.